Folks, we're back, and uh, Alex, do that, that impression again. Ah, uh, yes, we're back with our Capital Breakfast Show, my favorite Capital Breakfast Show. <laughs> You're so gonna get. I can't imagine this, this, is, this is just jokes. No, no, yeah, no, like, no, no racism. So. He's gone so red. You've gone so red now. Really? Yeah. Because I went a whole day without my Capital Breakfast show. And oh, yes. yeah. It's kind of difficult. They don't have Capital Breakfast. Yeah, he, skipped, he skipped out on his Capital Breakfast. So oh, yeah, that's, that's not good. You folks, should, that's not something you want to do. Yeah. Most important. And, and, yeah, most important meal of the day. There and most go, important Peter. quiz of the day coming up very soon. <laughs> oh, very soon. Okay. Listen, you you have you have a, a, a someone who should be capitally punished, but we're not going to do it today. So what I, happened over I, in I'm the just NBA? not going to give this absolute fool the privilege <laughs> of getting capitally punished. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the fool is just a, all right. So this guy, um, it's kind, it's kind of late, but with the uh, Detroit Pistons being eliminated, he plays for Detroit. So I'm just going to use that as an excuse to uh, punish this guy without capital. So um, the man's name Zaza Pachulia from the beautiful country of Georgia. And um, so this guy, I like, I really just don't think he should be in the NBA. He's start starting from uh, just him being like a bad like player. Uh, just like the stuff he like, he's he just um, the thing about him. He's a very dirty player, and he's known to like injure big names. So like Kawhi Leonard, who's twenty five right now, who is he? To, he's a big name. Kawhi Leonard. Okay, the man who is about to defeat the Boston Celtics in the next round. Uh, so um, he <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's twenty five right now. He so he had to spend a whole year on the bench last year because he got injured uh, in the playoffs like, by. Zaza Pachulia, so he tr- so there's always like videos of him trying like start stuff with like Russell Westbrook, so he bumps into people, starts like tries to punch him or stuff like that. So I just want like I don't think there's really room for um, dirty players like that, and if- especially when we have like so many like great players in the Euro League that want to like that want to play in the NBA. Like remember like Alec Peters said that there's like guys in the Euro League that are like good enough to play in the right. Euro League at least. Right. So then you have guys like Zaza Pachulia who just like. Have like an NBA contract. By the way, he was with the Warriors when they won the um, when they won two championships. He didn't contribute. He didn't contribute at all to those wins. But he's a double NBA champion right now. That's and um, so I just think that like I don't think it's really fair that like guys are, are like in the D League and like Euro League and like all those like 
playing in China when, of course, guys like that are in the NBA. Oh, that's fair enough. That's a good point. Okay. So, uh, well, it takes, it takes all sorts, so I'm, I'm not going to criticize, but okay. I, I take your point. Uh, we're going to start a quiz now. So, uh, Andrew, are you still in line with us? Hello, Andrew. No, Andrew's... Andrew, are you in the line? No? Andrew, are you there? Yeah, I, I can hear you. Lovely, loud and clear. Okay, Andrew, yeah, listen. There we go. Listen, uh, Andrew, you're going first because you won uh, last week, of course. So it's up to rock, paper, scissors between you two guys. See he who is going second. You hear the noises there banging the desk doing rock, paper, scissors. All right, Alex, Alex going second. second. Who, hold on, uh, who's going second? Alex going second. Oh, okay, third. Alex, so you're going second, and Peter, you are going last. Okay, because we don't have, of course, um, Andy McLean will be in, in, this, in the next segment. So, right, we're going to start off, Andrew, right away. A boxing question for you. You're one of your favorites, of course. Which boxer... <laughs> okay, I'll give you a hint. He's from Texas, so which boxer... I want the. Uh, I, I need the family name. I'll give you the first name. Which boxer dethroned Barry McGuigan as world featherweight boxing champion? So, what was his family name? Stevie was his first name. What's his family name? From Texas. Uh, God, you do pick the ones that I know well, don't you? Um, <laughs> oh, God, I have no idea. No idea? Take a guess. No. Uh, did you look at your. Oh, no, 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 I did not. I. Uh, uh, I looked at the Boston Celtics, I guess. Oh, yeah. the, All right. Okay. Oh, so, okay. Any guess? Quick, Andrew? No, I can't. I got no idea. Okay. Peter? Uh, what was his first name again? Stevie. Wonder? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's just so wrong. On many, many levels. <laughs> Happy Easter to you, too. No two. offense, no. All right. I'm just going to take a shot in the dark here. Uh, Stevie Johnson? No. No, you're wrong. And you did look at your phone. No, <laughs> ah, you did. No, you no, did. No, you did. We'll look back at the VAR. We're going to get the VAR up. No, it's Stevie Cruz. Stevie oh. Cruz. All right, you're all wrong. They think okay. I'm Stevie Cruz. <laughs> Stevie <laughs> Cruz. Oh, okay, stop. Alex, first one for you. You have to complete the blank. Okay, so what oh. word is missing? Floats like a blank, stings like oh, a bee. Oh, come on. Are you serious? Butterfly. Very good. Okay. <laughs> are you serious? Finally. <laughs> Finally. Some good questions. <laughs> He's off the mark. Peter. Okay, listen, this is a year. I'll give you three... This is a year question. So three answers. I'll give you three answers. Two possible answers. You pick one. In what year did Maradona, Diego Maradona of Argentina, of course, score a goal with his hand in the World Cup? Uh, so is it 1984, 86, or 88? 84, 86, 88, right? Yeah. Uh, 84. Oh, no. No. Um, All right, Andrew's over to you. I, I, it's my turn. Yeah. Oh, 86. Very good. 86, Man. 1986. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I, I'll tell you. He's on his laptop looking up all the answers. Of course it is. <laughs> is that in sitting? Okay, uh, Andrew, next question to you. What was the name of the Romanian female gymnast who was first to score a perfect 10 in Olympic gymnastics? I need oh, a full name. I need a full name. You're not getting any names of double. <laughs> Come on, make a guess. A Romanian. My my uh, my Romanian gymnastics college, I admit, is not up to scratch. Oh my goodness. Uh, okay, Alex, uh, you're number two. Um, Margaret Thatcher. 
<laughs> what do I? <laughs> I thought her, I thought her yeah. maiden well, name well, would be what a, what Margaret, and then the, the only Margaret in Noah's Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> no, you're wrong. Okay, Peter. Like, uh, like uh, the first thing is, is Peter Potion. Oh, Peter P. <laughs> Peter. P. <laughs> no. uh, no. No. Svetlana. Or no, like no, no, uh, no. Nadia Kominich. Okay, Nadia Kominich. Okay, so <clears throat> now we're back on to Alex. Alex, yes. how long? How long? This is not a trick question, but it's an interesting one. How long is an Olympic-sized swimming pool? How long is an Olympic-sized swimming pool? I think I know this one, actually. <laughs> uh, 50 meters. Very good. Uh, oh, okay. Peter, over to you. Now, remember the color of the jersey. What is the nickname of the Belgian football team? Red. So it's a bit of a hint for you. Uh, Devils or something like that. Oh, yes, he pulled it out. Red Devils, well done. Well done, Peter. I thought it would be the Belgian bad boys. <laughs> no, that's a different... <laughs> What's that's that? a different... I don't know what they no, do. No, so it's the Moranis bad boy you're thinking <laughs> That's about. right, that's exactly it. Andrew, we're back to you. So, this is a fairly okay one for you. Uh, who is it... Okay, for the English Premier League, not overall first division or top division or whatever so who is the top scorer in English Premier League history that would be Mr. Alan Shearer I think alright and for a bonus point can you give me the amount of goals he scored 260 very good very good you got to you nailed it okay so you're up on the three points okay not so bad so alright uh, Alex over to you what is Japan's national sport be careful with this one. Is it? Um, is, is it some sort of martial art? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it is a martial art. It will be because martial means fighting. Yes. Yeah, so. oh, huh. Karate. No. Wow. Taekwondo. Maybe. <laughs> no, that's that's Korean, isn't it? I don't know. No, it's you you would know, but I don't know. <laughs> it is. no, it's not. Uh, Andrew. Judo. No. Okay, I'm going to give it one more round again. Okay, Alex. Um. Oh, is, is it like the samurai sword fighting? <laughs> what samurai sword fighting? I don't know what it's called. Come on. No, it's not samurai sword fighting. No. <laughs> what are you doing? He's give, Alan's giving <laughs> me a hint that I cannot understand. Please, please. someone give it. Like, can you give me uh, actual? Oh, sumo. <laughs> Very <Huh>? good. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. You should have had that. Right. Uh, that was okay. That, who's that? Po- oh, that was that was nice. Okay, Peter. Now chance for you, uh, <laughs> Peter. We'll, we'll because we gave Alex a great chance for last week points and Andrew as well. Who scored the goals for Russia in their win over Saudi Arabia in the 2018 World Cup? There's four players. They won five 0 Who scored the goals for Russia? Uh, and remember, you were there. You're watching one this game. Them. One of them. Get as many as you can. I'll give you a point for each. Like, uh, uh, I'm being so embarrassed right now because, like, I cannot remember the names. Smallov, maybe? No. I, uh, somehow I just start forgetting all the names. <laughs> uh, can you give me, like, a little hint? <laughs> One guy, they nickname him Big Daddy. <laughs> wow, that's just... Like, I genuinely don't remember the names. I'm just kidding that Baby one. Baby Smalls. Biggest small. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, that's not. That's not my guess. That's not my guess. Okay. I, I understand uh, that. Okay. And Zuba. Okay, that's one for you. Alex. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. yeah. Artem Zuba. Okay, Andrew. I'll give you a point. Who who scored goals? Who scored a goal? Uh, Just one. Yuki, 
Yuri Gazinski scored. Gazinski scored a goal. Yeah. Okay. Peter, do you want to have one more try? Like I just genuinely forgot all the names right You're now. Blind. I don't know. Okay. All right. So at the end, at the end of the first three rounds of questions. Peter, you're on two, Alex is on three, and Andrew is on four. So it's getting tight. Now, questions, questions, questions. Trophies and sports, okay? So put the trophy with the sport, all right? So first one, Andrew, the Vince mm-hmm. Lombardi. Uh, that's the Super Bowl NFL, right? Yeah, very good, NFL. Uh... Alex, Davis Cup. The Davis Cup. What sport? Mm, the the Davis is it is it something Davis or no? It's the name like Davis D A V. D A V. He had his guess already. Oh, you had your guess. Sorry, baseball. I don't know baseball. Tennis. Tennis. Very good. Tennis the menace. Tennis the menace. Okay. All right, Peter. For you, what is who are who, for what sport um, do the winners receive the Sam Maguire Cup? Sam Maguire Cup. Sam Maguire. Can, can you give me an, an action? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like the, the I, okay. I'm gonna just be like cricket or something like that. No, Andrew. Oh God, um, it's it's slipped my mind. This I've heard it, but I can't think. Have a guess. Sam Maguire Cup. Uh. Rowing. No. Alex, back around to you. Baseball. <laughs> no, not baseball. Uh, Sport you guys have played? Gaelic football. But Peter's next answer. Um, uh, 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 some sort of like Irish football. Like, I don't know, like Irish football, Gaelic football. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm going to give you both half a point for oh, that. Yeah, 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 I will. I will. I, I'll be kind yeah. today. So, all right. So, uh, name the, uh, so these are cities, okay? So these are cities in Russia. I want you to name the main football club, okay? So the main football club, okay? Alex, no. Voronish. Vosdy. Look, Vosdy. That's all I know about Voronish. No, 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 it's not, it's not, it's not. Cool. Well, I think Pete would know all about that, wouldn't you? Now? Peter, <laughs> Peter, what's the name of the football team in Voronish? Uh, damn. All I, yeah, all I can think of is Gwosdy. <laughs> That's the rugby team. Yeah, like, I don't, like, oh, no, 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 no. no I just the Veronish bad boys. No, not Veronish bad boys. Okay, Andrew. Uh, well, seeing as they, they only got a point against two men this weekend, um, that would be Farkle. Fakel, very good. Fakel, okay. Uh, Andrew, the team... Of Kirov. Oh, um, I would say Dynamo, but I'm not. I'm not sure. Right. Need to push it. Three seconds. Three, two. Uh, Dynamo. Very good. Dynamo is correct. Dynamo Kirov. And finally, Peter, the team from Ulyanovsk. You're serious. Yeah, Ulyanovsk. Ulyanovsk Grizzlies. <laughs> would you let him answer it? Uh, Oyanos Cavalries. 
No. Olyanov's Cowboys. No. Olyanov's uh, Hurricanes. Olyanov's Chiefs. <laughs> Olyanov's Giants. It's okay. I'm not. I'm not going to let Andrew answer. This is vulgar. Vulgar. Okay. All right. Last question before we go because it's it's not even tight. Uh, all right. So, what is the where? Which is the, where is this stadium? Okay. I'm going to name a, a stadium and tell me where it is. Okay. So, first question. Uh, Andrew, this goes to you, okay? This is for five points. The Rungrado 1st of May Stadium. Where is it and what country? Rungrado 1st of May Stadium. Um, hold on, hold on. Is that North Korea? Are you on your phone again? He's on his phone. He's on his laptop, obviously. You're on your laptop or your phone. Some no, type of well, no, I swear I'm not because it's, um, it's, the, it's, it's where... Um, Oh, what's his name? James Montague did that uh, documentary and he went to the game and he filmed in Tucker State. Okay, West. you're right, you're right, you're right. It is North Korea. Okay, um, Alex, the Rose Bowl, the city and the country. Mm-hmm. Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, the beautiful uh, country of Cleveland. And. No. Uh, no. What? Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, can I get another shot? Go on. Go Dallas. On. No. no don't, don't give him the point. It's, oh, no. No, okay. Okay. No, okay, you both. We all go. Oh, actually, Andrew, do you know it? Pasadena? Uh, well, Southampton. No. Good God. Okay, right. Peter, final no, one for you. It's the cricket ground, though. No, it's not. It's the Pasadena, USA. Okay, fine. L- last one, Peter. The last one's one for you. Five points. You can go into second place with this. The Gillette Stadium. Hmm. I wonder where where could that be? Uh, Massachusetts. Yeah. What? What's the town? Yeah. B- Boston. Oh no 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 no. Where no. is it? No no. Uh uh. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember Quick. the town. Damn. Uh. Like, uh, like, I think you even I know that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Andrew, it's off to you. Foxborough. Foxborough. Oh, you serious? There we go. Man. All right. You got. You got one point for it. Okay. Right. Andrew, listen. I just need to say you won that competition. All right. You won it hands down. <laughs> Congratulations. Listen. Safe. Safe journey on, and enjoy the game tomorrow. I will be. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks, Andrew. All right. So that was Andrew Flint. He's out all the way out on the Kazakhstan border. We're going out to the break right now. Well, you know, we had torture coming up to this, and now we're going to have something a little bit. Well, I, uh, let's just say, like it's it's uh, it was a bad day for us in our quiz day, but we still got through it. So this is Daniel Powder and Bad Day. Capital Sports with Alan Moore.
good, that'll make me go. This crazy on like spin of a dough. Had a million dollar vibe in the body to go. The birthday cakes, they stole the show. So sexual, she was flexible, professional, drinking hexano. Hold up, wait a minute, do I see what I think I will? Did a thing I seen sure they get low. Ain't the same when it's up that close. Make it rain, I'm making it snow. Work the pole, I got the bank bro. I'ma say that I prefer them no clothes. I'm into that, I love women exposed. She threw it back at me, I gave her more. Cash ain't a problem, I know where it goes. She had them. Folks, uh, we are we're just going to go over to Annie McLean on the line in just a moment. However, Peter has some score updates from stateside and also from Europe. Yeah, so Roy Vaikano won up against Real Madrid right now at 35. Then we have uh, Celtics who just dismantled Bucks 112 to 90. And Hurricanes Islanders game 
is starting now. Okay, so no score yet? No score yet, just no started. Score. Okay, and of course, uh, in about seven minutes' time, the Rockets and the Warriors uh, start. And of course, it's a lovely balmy... Well, it's actually quite chilly this evening with the, the, the uh, wind. It is, but it is about plus 10 here in Moscow. Okay, um, all right, so we've calmed down after that and just had to say that that song... We did pick, especially Flo Rida and T-Pain, that was called Low. And of course, the quality of our quiz got lower, lower, lower. So we <laughs> had to have a word with Mr. Andrew Flint. I think he is using his phone. Pardon? Oh, I just want to say, I just want to wish uh, Mr. Andrew McLean a happy uh, Braveheart Day. You heard that, Andy? I did. I never realized. I just thought it was Orthodox Easter. Well, there you go. So it is your day. It's your day of days. I mean, you have St. Andrew's Day as well. When does that fall? Uh, November. November, there you go. So now you have another day in April, so you can be like Braveheart. You can go, you know, strip naked, paint yourself blue, and walk out in the street. <laughs> I mean, I it's, it's not something you would normally do. Say that again? So I can flash my crollies, uh, grollies across the border. There you go. You see, you can just like lift your, your skirt and show your backside. That's what the Scots do, isn't it? Every day. <laughs> <laughs> right, there you go. All right, listen, Andrew. Um, so... You know, some interesting things happening in the world of sports, especially in the, well, in the English Premier League and, of course, in the, the championship as well, below it. Um, did you happen, by chance, to pick up that interesting uh, event between Leeds and Aston Villa today? Yeah, absolutely bizarre. Um, it was an Aston Villa player had gone down injured. Uh, the ball went to the left flank for Leeds. Everyone just assumed he was putting the ball out for a throw-in, but he actually kind of played it down the line. And then Leeds player glitch cut inside, scored a goal, um, a huge fight ensued. And then um, afterwards, very surprising considering this, this effectively ended Leeds' chance of automatic promotion. Um, their manager turned around and said, right, Aston Villa, go and score down the other end and make it one each. Do you think it was the right thing to do, Andrew? Because, I mean, I mean, in fairness, it's yeah. it, it, like... Yeah. You 100%. think so? Yeah. It was the most sporting thing I've seen in a long time. I mean, we do remember when, when Arsenal did that to Sheffield United, but at the same time, is it the onus, um, or is the onus on the team, like, you know, the, 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 a team to put the ball out, or should the referee either stop it, or simply allow a medical, like, you know, a physio on straight away to have a look at the player, rather than having to uh, stop the game? Well, the rule is, if it's a head injury, the referee should stop it. I couldn't see whether it was a head injury or not, um, but the reaction of the players suggested that it was something quite serious. But you should play on till the whistle goes. Um, Aston Villa perhaps should have just carried on playing. I mean, they did kind of, but they were just taken unawares by it, and it was a great finish. I mean, with that notice, it is kind of funny that kind of um, that link that now Sheffield United have been promoted. So I mean, they're back up in the Premier League from after a long, long time out. Um, will Leeds, will they eventually get up as well? I don't know. They've hit a bad patch very much at the wrong time. Um, so this is going to be really tough because you've got lots of teams now finding a bit of form below them. The likes of Derby who have now turned it round after a really rough patch. Um, Aston Villa as well. Um, it will be really tough. It'll be really, really tough. And it comes down to that one-off game at Wembley. We've seen in previous years with the likes of Charlton and Sunderland that legendary game Clive, Mon- uh, Clive Mendonca sorry had, had a cracker I mean any- anything can happen 
Okay, so okay, so it it is all up in the air right now. Um, also, before we well, let's let's segue away from football for the moment. It's been a pretty rotten week, uh, or a few days even, or just a week, for one of your uh, compatriots, Mr. Mo Farah. Some very, very strange events happening out in Ethiopia, and of course, at the London Marathon, which took place today. Well, this is a man that won Sports Personality of the Year, um, who's now being... No, his integrity has been called into question, his attitude, his behaviour, um, and he hasn't really given any answers. And I mean, what what happened? What happened out in Ethiopia? It was like there was a robbery. Then he was in a gym fight. Then he was like, what? What do we know exactly what happened, Andy? Or it's still kind of like you know, kind of just like absolute mess in the media. I didn't get the exact details, but I know a number of people have come forward to corroborate some allegations. Well, these are obviously alleged claims of what happened. But apparently, he he, he robs was it money or somebody's wallet? Um, and then threw a punch at someone. Yeah, he apparently had like two and a half thousand. Two, he had two mobile phones with him, and he had uh, two and a half thousand um, euros or dollars stolen as well. So I mean, it was very, very strange. Of course, then he, he got into a fight with Haile uh, Gabri Selassie, one of the uh, all-time greats of um, middle distance long and long distance athletics, the Ethiopian runner, um, saying that like you know, this is the first time it's happened, and a lot of. You know, it's kind of like UK athletics have said that they are standing by Mo Farah when. At this moment, you think that they would want to maybe take a step back? Yeah, you would think that that would perhaps be the wisest thing to do when these accusations are coming from you know, um, fellow athletes and not only that, well-decorated athletes. Um, but I guess they have to support him until he's proven guilty. And then if he is proven guilty of doing these things, then he'll have to face the repercussions and British athletics will do the same. Because I mean, one of the things that um, Galatasaray uh, uh, Haile Gabriel Selassie said was that um, he objected to uh, Mo Farah working with Diama Aden, who of course is the very, very well-known doping, let's say, facilitator who has been working with uh, Mo Farah and then Mo Farah said, no, he's just a friend, I just know him, he holds my stopwatch kind of thing, you know. Um, you think that maybe, the, the, will the British media, they're chasing it a little bit, but will they, will they continue on or will they just turn back to Champions League this week again? Well, you would hope that they'd very much carry on. They've been given big chunks of a story here that could be uh, a huge, huge bombshell for a number of reasons. Um, you would hope that it perhaps, even if the BBC don't take it on, you would think that a number of journalists would, uh, which would then force the BBC to at least run something on it. Okay, well, we can live in hope. Uh, so, um, all right, let's back on to some decent things in a moment. So in the English Premier League, um, we're speaking with Andrew Flint, of course, and saying about United. United, they, I mean, they, they're, they're in trouble, aren't they? They're really, really in a bad way. Yeah, I don't know what uh, Mr. Poor, well, poor David De Gea is, is, is on at the moment. Uh, I guess probably a thing to Madrid sooner rather than later. Um, yeah, another bizarre result. Um, perhaps, yeah, I heard Andrew Flint earlier saying that perhaps they got their tic-tacs wrong with a few pedestrian midfielders. Um, but that's no excuse. You take, you, you know, you go in front. Um, De Gea makes a mistake, but it's not just his mistake. It was the closing down, the reaction to his. You know, he sort of pushes it out. And there's three static players for Manchester United. They should be desperate to get to that ball first. I mean, we heard Gary Neville kind of stepping away from criticising Solskjaer in Manchester United after the Everton game, and Roy Keane then bluntly said, you know. 
why aren't these players running the extra two yards? We'd have called each other out. We'd have, you know, we'd have at each other alive if we were making these mistakes. Why is it now allowed? What do you mean? Um, and that largely comes down to the player's attitude and the manager. But is, is that like, I mean, okay, I know we'll play a clip in, in, in a little while, but like with Roy Keane slamming uh, the United players, but do you think maybe that is, it, it's kind of, um, he's gone on a bit too much maybe? The, 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 the well, it was Roy Keane, like, has he gone over the top too much? I mean, like, I mean it's, it's a bit too much, like, I mean, he's, he's constantly complaining, complaining. I mean, should he not give these young guys a bit of a chance? It's a completely different era after all. Yeah, but I, 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 I think I kind of agree with him to an extent. I think this is a club that's one of the biggest in the world. You should be, you know, yes, football's changed since Roy Keane's time. These players are now the biggest, the focal point of the club is some of them feel they are bigger than the club and perhaps they are. You get kids these days that support players rather than teams. Um, so maybe maybe they should be given a bit more leeway, but personally, I don't agree with that. Okay, no, it's fair enough because, of course, Roy Keane, he said basically that uh, he, that, you know, he was asked about his opinion on uh, Paul Pogba and he, he really, you know, he didn't hold back. He, he basically was like that, you know, Paul Bagg was saying, like, oh, like, we had a bad day and we gave her all the whole lot. But Keane, of course, said that uh, he wouldn't believe a word he says. So this is uh, Roy Keane uh, after a game about Paul Pogba. What do you think? Listen to that, Roy. Um, I wouldn't believe a word he says. Why? Not, not meaning. Not meaning behind us. I, I don't even think... I don't even think he'd believe what he was saying there. I've all been a teammate. Well, if you want to be a good teammate, then you've you got to run back. You've got to run back when you're defending. He should have got a bit heated after the game, I think, against Everton. I heard they were actually throwing their hair gel at each other. They got that heat. What do you think? So he, he, they were throwing their hair gel at each other. And I mean, is it to the point where most of these guys are just too rich? Because the big thing that went on social media was that Pog was basically doing a birthday dance for Jesse Lingard. So does he need a kick in the backside? Yes, um, is the simple answer to that. Um, this is a player that, I mean, we saw what he was capable of um, at the World Cup. We saw what he's capable of at Juventus. Um, has he produced that in the Premier League yet? In flashes. But he's not got the same consistency levels as previous years, whether that was because of the whole saga with Mourinho, whether it's partly down to this whole social media thing and the way that the players are managed these days due to no, the exposure they get to criticism, to to the media. I mean, that's all very much changed in the last ten years. But perhaps Roy Keane's right. These these players need a need to kick up the bum and to focus on what 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 the job is at hand, which is winning three points every weekend. Okay, I mean, we we've sort of seen uh, you know Man City they've, they've snuck back up to the top of the table. Do you think that they have the, well, I mean, aside from the running, do you think they have the quality to hang on to a uh, top spot and deny Liverpool that long-awaited and, uh, as many people would say, much-needed uh, title win? Well, everyone was talking about Burnley with potential spanner in the works for the title. Um, I mean, Burnley played some really horrible football today. Uh, it was tough watching. I think they only had two shots throughout the whole game and neither of them were on target. Um, Man City managed to break them down, got a winner. If that had been the game that had lost City the title, it would have been very disappointing to see that kind of, you know, this is supposedly the best league in the world. Um, yes, it's entertaining, it's exciting, but 
Um, City have the experience and the know-how and the players to, to get gritty and the flair players as well to turn games and now they can rotate as well. We saw Leroy Sanner, Hezus all being used. Liverpool might not have that luxury. Okay, because uh, City, of course, they play um, on Monday week, tomorrow week, they play against Leicester City, I believe. Uh, and uh, Liverpool, they, they're away, they're, of course, Man City are at home. Liverpool are away on Saturday against Newcastle. Um, that, that could be a tricky one for Liverpool with, with a manager who is fighting for his, you know, well, fighting for his uh, survival up there in the northeast. Yeah, definitely, uh, and they've also hit a little bit of form of late as well. Um, this, this, this is actually one thing I detest about um, British football is that the Premier League, uh, the, the, the Football Association in the UK, doesn't set up the fixture list to benefit their clubs in Europe. So you've got Liverpool are playing a midweek game. Um, you know they play Friday, they're then playing midweek, they're then playing the weekend. Man City, who have now got a break, are playing as you said. On, uh, on on the Sunday, on the Monday, and on it, Monday, yeah. Uh, sorry, on Monday, and it's that's that's just bonkers, absolutely bonkers. The Dutch the, the Dutch Football Association cancelled uh, the whole weekend of football to allow Ajax extra time to prepare. I mean, it just it just goes to show the the, the arrogance of the organisers and where they see the the Premier League and the overall scheme of things. You know. Um, we won't be on air next next Sunday, but the final round of games of the season all take place on Sunday 12th. Five o'clock kickoff in every single game. Uh, Man United have Cardiff City at home, uh, of course. And then, of course, you have that Liverpool Wolves and Brighton Man City. So Man City away in Brighton, um, Liverpool at home against Wolves. Uh, I mean, the title could be decided on that day. I mean, that if uh, if City don't beat Brighton who you know are, are, are you know not a bad team and Wolves who you know are going to Liverpool but they they have one eye on the cup of course so what do you reckon I mean do you think will it go down to the last day of the season or you know, will, will it be a, a case of like you know we're, we're watching two games on a simulcast well I think Liverpool could slip against Newcastle but they have won the last 10 games consecutively I think it will go down for a while, but I think the league will probably remain unchanged as it is with City first and Liverpool second. Okay, uh, Andy, very, very quickly on, of course, to uh, midweek games, of course, you've got the uh, full round of the Champions League. Peter, uh, you have uh, the fixtures there for us? Yeah, yeah, the Real Madrid uh, Roya oh, no. Vallecano game, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Half time right now, Roya Vallecano leading with one. Oh, why can't we? Okay. Yes. And in the Champions League, so the games are on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, Andy, that game on Tuesday, I mean, that's is that one we've been waiting for? Yeah, absolutely. This is the, um, perhaps not the heavyweight contest, but the two underdogs. Um, both teams have knocked out potentially, you know, the, the big clubs, the favourites really for this tournament. Um, Ajax, certainly having knocked out Real Madrid and Juventus on paper looks like they shouldn't be the underdogs going into this tie against Spurs but they still kind of are I think yeah it um, looks and of course Barcelona and when, uh, uh, and Liverpool on Wednesday both of the end scores kicking off at 10 o'clock I mean you know that's uh, Liverpool have nothing to lose yeah you're right um, and, and they also have a very good recent record at Camp Nou um, the last four games they've won two and drawn two 
so they can go there with nothing to fear. But at the same time, Barcelona have just won the league. Um, I mean, they brought Messi on as a substitute against Levante yesterday, and he strolled on and scored. So they're going to be on a high. Uh, it'd be very interesting to see, to, uh, to see how Liverpool perhaps set up if they do something a bit different um, to, to try and deal with him. Um, but, I mean, in general, Barcelona have, um, what, some crazy record at home at the moment. I well, think this is their 12th UEFA Champions League semi-final. Um, on, only Real Madrid have appeared more than that, which is 13. Um, and they've won 15 of their 25 two-legged ties against English clubs. OK, well, we're so, going to see what's going to happen. Andy, we're going to come back to the break with this because we have tips as well for, for this. So we'll come back after the break. And, of course, we'll have capital, capital points. You'll be still on the line and we'll be back after this. This is, finally, Daniel Powder and Bad Day. Hopefully, our, uh, well, this week's European action won't be bad in any sense of the word. Capital Sports with Alan Moore.
Folks, we're back for the last segment of tonight's show. Of course, it's still 10 degrees, but I think it's a bit colder outside. We're discussing um, polit- politicians and their fights and so on and so forth and some of the great things that happened. Uh, we're talking about, well, it started off from like a, a fight that we kind of witnessed outside our studio. Yeah, well, guys, the, play for the, 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 the green shirt versus the black shirt. Yeah, at least he had shirts on, thank God. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, okay, so it is time for Capital Points. But before we do, uh, Andy, we have to cut you off. I'm very, very sorry about that because no, you're, you're, you have a busy, a very, very busy day. Um, your take on this week's game. So, Tottenham Ajax, what do you reckon, Andy? Well, Spurs have got a big dilemma uh, in terms of Harry Kane missing, Son suspended, uh, Deli Ali not quite fit yet, still wearing a protective um, cast, uh, and then Harry Winks and Sissoko missing as well. So they're kind of missing a big spine of their team, really. Um, so in terms of that, you kind of have to f- fancy Ajax. I mean, Ajax have, um, obviously I mentioned they didn't have a game at the weekend, so they're going to be fresh. Uh, they beat Vitesse um, at the weekend, which um, I think ended up breaking some kind of record. It was is something like uh, 160 goals in all competition this this season. Um, so the onus is kind of with Ajax, who have aggressively gone out in the in, in the in the away leg, the away ties against the likes of Real Madrid and um, and, and Juventus. As I mentioned last week, they also have a, a bit of a bad um, disciplinary record. So I'd maybe be looking at slightly slightly funky markets or something a bit more interesting to give you a, an interest throughout the whole game. So maybe Hugo Lloris, man of the match. He's already been man of the match twice in the Champions League this season. Um, also, Italia Fico booking. And um, only one player in the Champions League this season has averaged more shots per game than Ajax's Ziyech, and that is Lionel Messi. Oh, OK. That is pretty interesting. So, OK, okay, interesting for that. The other game, Barcelona-Liverpool, of course, you said, like, two wins and two draws for Liverpool's last uh, two, uh, four trips to uh, Spain. But... You know, are we are we looking at that? Like, even though Liverpool will put in a good shift and do well, that Barcelona will have a little bit too much, but that there might be some goals on it. Yeah, I mean, it'd be it'd be quite interesting, as I said, to see whether they employ sort of a man marking thing. Especially, you know, Liverpool will be fully aware of the um, the abilities of Luis Suarez and Philip Coutinho as well, so they can't just focus on one or two players. And so, my tip. For that game is also something a bit more 
um, diverse, which is uh, Jordi Alba and Christian Eriksen. Both have four assists uh, in the Champions League. So Jordi Alba, I think, for Barcelona for an assist. OK, that's, that, that should be fairly decent odds. OK. Andy, OK, thank you. So we are now going to start our little part of Capital Punishment. So we're going to allow you, Andy, to go first. You, you have uh, something you want to get off your chest and not just uh, lots of hair. Well, apart from the hair, and it rhymes, it's Ney... No, it doesn't actually. Neymar. (laughs) Neymar! (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Well, first, I suppose I kind of have to call out Kylian Mbappe for getting sent off in the 118th minute of the French Cup final. Uh, PSG were winning 2-0 against Stade Rene. Uh, It then went two each, and two minutes before it went to penalties, Mbappe gets sent off. They then obviously he would have taken a penalty and the person they substituted on then missed the penalty for Snad Rene to win the cup uh, however when they were going up to collect their medals Neymar then turned around there was a kind of altercation with a fan that was videoing it and then he punched him so Neymar <laughs> who has been obviously injured and not really taking part at the end of the season uh, PSG are just falling apart. So Neymar is my call-out for, for punching a fan. I mean, absolutely ridiculous behaviour. That is terrible. Terrible. Okay, so Neymar being prize idiot that he is, of course, him of the money rolling dive. So, okay, fair enough. Peter, what have you got? So I just want to talk about how, like, we, I think we touched upon it in the first second yep. or second uh, segment is just teams in general being uh, players unpaid in, like, soccer. So, like, uh, well, my take on this is, of course, although it, it is immoral, you could understand why, like, in some cases that's happening. It's because a large sum of money is being handled. Of course, we all know that soccer players get, like, a half tea bag in the end of the season. And, uh, yeah, large uh, sum of money uh, being handled, and it's uh, very hard to pay them on time. Okay. Um Okay, is it a case then that maybe football players should should accept less? Well, uh, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't think like I don't think so. But like, uh, some players do. I mean, some players we all know the big names get uh, like, a ridiculous amount of money. Andy, what would you reckon? Would you reckon that maybe players are overpaid? That you know, the, the whole issue of being unable to pay players that like maybe players just sort of take a step back and say, listen, maybe I won't take that much. Well, I think it comes down to the money that your industry that you're in makes. So therefore, if your industry makes that much money, then perhaps you're entitled to make the kind of money that your industry brings in, Um, especially for high profile players. I mean, they can't live a normal life, really. They have to kind of hide themselves away from the media, from the public to avoid controversy. So for all of those things that you take into account, are they paid too much? Probably yes. But... um, perhaps you could maybe look at using that money in a different way and putting you know you see the likes of Didier Drogba putting money back into Africa Marcel Desailly doing it in uh, in the Caribbean and in France um, so yes they are overpaid perhaps but there's a lot of things that they go through that we don't really see or appreciate that they have to do okay that's definitely yeah. yeah okay okay so okay, Peter understood your point of view okay Alex what have you got for us uh, well, I have the recent uh, boxing card, Amir Khan versus Terence Crawford. So the card was three fights. So you had, of course, the main event where Terence Crawford was the minus 600 favorite. 
So that's just insane. Then you had the second fight with um, one second. Wait. Lopez, is it? Yeah, thanks. Lopez, so. yeah. Lo- Lopez and. Oh, no, uh, that's, a, that's a third fight. Teofimo oh, sorry. Lopez. He was a minus 5,000 favorite. And then, and then, of course, you had the. Um, you had Shakur Stevenson versus Christopher Diaz. Shakur Stevenson, the uh, 1,500 favorite, minus 1,500 favorite. Okay. So of course, so that's, that's the card. So that's just three guys just like going in there to just like get destroyed pretty much because those are like those odds are essentially like um well if it's like the the further you are from like the zero pretty much is like the bigger chance of you winning so so essentially that's like so when you're at minus five thousand that means there's like no chance the other person <laughs> wins right so like so that's three fights with like people that have like no chance of winning and so like that that's so i think that's kind of like the that's part of the reason why boxing is like dying as a sport because not only do you have like we as we mentioned like before people like not wanting to like take dangerous like fights right so do we, we don't really have like characters like you know like conor mcgregor and like nate diaz like all those like in boxing there aren't really like that many characters you can think of and also like stuff like this that there is actually like they can't like just i think this is also like part of why um I think part of the reason for this is because, again, they don't want to like have these like big like fights because it's going like, to compromise their position, and it's and it's kind of it's like well, it's obviously it's way more difficult to like take on like champions than it is just take on guys that like, you know, have like no chance of beating you. So watching bugs, right? No, no, so this no. is why like nobody wants to watch a fight where it's like everybody knows what's going to happen. It's like it's like the Golden State Warriors essentially. Like everybody knows what's okay. Peter we're, back to, we're back to that. Again. Okay, yeah, we're, we're back, back we're to bash, that, bashing okay. the, 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 the Boston like, Celtics. Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm not going to even say yeah, this. Yeah. Okay, no, no, I'm not talking about the Celtics. But okay, even like let's take it last year. Last year's playoffs. Oh, no, hold like, on, stick with boxing. Forget, forget, forget basketball. Okay. No, I'm, I'm just comparing. No, 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 like, no. But okay, you know, you know, like, you know what's going to happen. Okay, Andy, so, what do you reckon? Do you think is boxing so predictable that like there's all these like absolute mismatches in the sport that it's actually driving fans away? Well, it might drive fans away, but there are massive mismatches in every sport, and uh, people still go and watch it. In terms of boxing, people pay money to see one person beat the living daylights out of another, if that's what you get at the end of it. And then, you know, it's that's the package you're paying for. But I mean, Whether I, it's I, a close fight or not, I mean, will people still enjoy seeing someone else get battered? Probably, yes. Exactly. Well, that's that's it. I mean, it's always been the way, like a boxing, where they, they wheel in, they've got like tomato cans or punching bags or basically journeyman fighters just to come in to, to take a paycheck. And these guys know how to protect themselves and how to lose. They're told not to win. I mean, I've seen it like all through my career. I mean, if you look in, in, in the UK at the moment, there's all these fighters from Eastern Europe, uh, whether they're from, especially from Hungary and Slovakia and so on, uh, from Serbia, who basically they have on paper in the past would have been decent records like for example if a guy has a record of I don't know let's just say pick one guy Robert Hallas he's like 11 and 20 so he's won 11 lost 20 um, from Serbia uh, rated uh, in the world 550 in the world so you think okay he's not so bad he's won a few fights but if you look at all his wins he's beaten guys who've never won fights like you know he, he, he same with like in, in women's boxing one of the reasons why it's kind of looked down upon is that all these fighters have absolutely no one be you know they, they've beaten nobodies they've beaten these fighters who have no place in the ring so if you total up like all the the wins and losses and draws for the, their opposition it's like massive like it's like 10 times more losses than wins so I don't know but you reckon there's still people just going to pay just to watch someone get the head bet off them well that's what boxing is isn't it 
Well, I well, I was I was like a noble art. It was a kind of a I don't know, like defense. No, well, that was me. That was that's why I'm not world champion. For the, so. for the boxer, of course, but yeah. for the punter, I mean, you're paying to watch someone get their their bottom handed to them. Okay, <laughs> talk about getting the bottom handsome very very quickly before we let you go because I need to run back to the newsroom. Uh, Saracens Leinster uh, next Saturday, of course. Um, that's a, that's a huge game played up in St James Park, Newcastle, in rugby. Do you think will Leinster will they will they come away with the champ, the title again, or will it be a Saracens win? I certainly think it will be closer than the Leinster Munster game, um, but I can't really see past Leinster. Um, I think they've just got an edge to them that are a little bit too good and there's obviously been um, some negativity around the Saracens camp. How they react to that will be key. But yeah, I'd, um, I'd be going for back-to-back length of the titles. All right. Listen, Andy, we'll let you run back into the newsroom and we'll discuss your uh, capital punishment in just a moment. Have a great week and we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time. See you, guys. Thanks, Andy. Okay, that was Mr. Andy McLean, of course, all the way from the far side of Moscow from the uh, Russia Today newsroom. Okay, boys, um, quickly, because Andy's gone, so who is going to win a capital punishment? I, I, you vote, like, I'm, I'll give my vote to Al. Cause, okay. Because I think it's just... Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Mix it up for once. Yeah, I, I, I actually, do you know what? I, I, I think it's actually... I, Boxing's close to my heart, and I, I do agree. I think that as a, as a sport, it's been knocked around the place too much. Yeah, I'll go with you as well. Oh, okay, thank so you, yeah, thank you, gentlemen. To, to, I agree with myself. Yeah, <laughs> so you're unanimous. Okay, Edina Glass. Okay, we vote for you. All right, so uh, folks, just so, so you know, next Sunday we have no show because of the May holidays, but the week after we will. Before we go away, um, Peter, we have some score updates. Yeah, so Roy Vercano is still winning one zero against Real Madrid. We have Rockets, uh, Warriors game just started. Warriors uh, at 16, Rockets at 9. And in NHL, Islanders are at 1 right now, uh, Hurricanes at 0. Okay, so 1-0. Okay, that's all right. Okay, so we're going to go out uh, and I, I should say, now before we speak with the song, this has been a very, very interesting show because just the three of us in the studio here this evening. So we're all having a bit of fun. Um, what plans have you got for the 1st of May? Uh, still no plans. Still thinking about it. Hard work. Hard like work? The, the usual. <laughs> Trude. Okay, Liar. very good. Liar, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, by the way, okay. Liverpool or Man City to win the league? Liverpool. Man City. <laughs> as, as usual. Jesus, okay. Well, has you one of them? All right. I'm, I'm not going to pick anyone. Okay, folks, we are going to go away uh, into the Moscow night because, of course, it's getting very, very late here. Um, I hope you enjoyed our show. Of course, you can download it on soundcloud.com. It's also on iTunes, Ka- uh, Capital Sports Moscow, and uh, you can play it back and listen to the mayhem that is our quiz. Um, okay, uh, Alex B., thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much, and remember, play it cool. Don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. Very good. I'm Peter P., thank you very yeah, much. Thanks so. for having me, as always. Okay, right, folks, we're going to go away and... Because the weather is going to be getting nice and it's going to be fun, and Moscow has such amazing parks, it has you can live literally in the parks because it's going oh, to be some so people great. Do. Yeah. Yes, okay, let's uh, go. Alex on. knows all about <laughs> yeah, that. Let's go, let's go quickly off from that. Um, so, of course, it is a wonderful time to be out and about in Moscow. We have some of the best parks in the world, city parks, just best of the best. So, we're going to play out with Blur and Park Life. We'll speak to you here on Sunday, twelfth of May, nine until eleven. Talk to you next week. Or two weeks. Capital Sports with Alan Moore.
reference to the habitual voyeur of what is known as a morning soup can be avoided if you take a route straight through what is known as John's got brewers fruit, he gets intimidated by the dirty pigeons They love a bit of him Who's that gut lord marching? You should cut down on your pork life mate, get some exercise 